Pass First point guard and Blazer beat writer Mike Richmond. You were listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. On today's episode, we're talking about LaMarcus Aldridge. My man is out here stirring the pot on Twitter, and we gotta talk about it. It's got emojis, a follow-up interview, and then I'll help to hopefully provide a little bit of context. But that's what we're talking about today. Let me set the stage. LaMarcus Aldridge, you, you may remember him from nine seasons with the Portland Trailblazers. Well, he set off a little firestorm. I don't know if it was a firestorm. He sent out a tweet that I noticed. You may have noticed it too. It happened on Monday night. Uh, Damian Lillard had taken over the Trailblazers team account, their official account on Twitter, and was uh, sort of live tweeting his game five performance against OKC. Um, You'll recall that he hit a big shot and uh, waved goodbye to Russell Westbrook. But that's not important for our our purposes today. Dame kind of opened it up to a Q&A. I guess he got, got a little bit bored on there. But one of the questions was, which one of your old teammates would you bring back into the fold? And Dame said, very matter-of-factly, I'd add LaMarcus. Honestly, shout out to KP3 underscore Kyle Parnum on Twitter for posting this message and giving us the sweet, sweet content we all crave. Um, So Dame from the Blazers official account tweets, I'd add LaMarcus, which is problematic in its own way because I don't think like teams are supposed to comment on players on other teams, but it's not actually the team. It's Dame, but it's not clear it's Dame. Um, Whatever it is, I'm sure that it caused some controversy in the Blazers offices. Um, But in any case, Dame just being honest, I'd add LaMarcus. Well, LaMarcus Aldridge, who basically never tweets, has less than 3,500 tweets in... 10 years on Twitter, retweeted it with the eye emoji, the little side eye emoji, basically like, I see that, I see that. And of course, that set off the speculation. Now, this is not the first time that LaMarcus Aldridge has done this. This is, this would be, to me, this would mostly be meaningless if LaMarcus hadn't specifically spoken about his desire to play with Dame again, how Damian and him had talked about the specific prospects of them playing together in Portland. Not like, oh yeah, we'd love to play together, kind of like teammates do or, or, or friends do around the league. We'd love to play together. Dame and LaMarcus have talked about specifically LaMarcus coming back to Portland and LaMarcus has told, he told Jason Quick of The Athletic all about it. Uh, the, the story goes basically that uh, Jamal Crawford brokered them having a conversation. Dame and LaMarcus, they weren't like not friends, but they kind of just like fell out on weird terms. And then Jamal Crawford got them, he's good friends with LaMarcus, got them talking again. And they started up, kind of rekindled their conversation or re- rekindled their friendship and started talking about maybe one day we'll play together. Well... Not only do they do that, but they've, they've publicly talked about this on the record. This is pretty rare for guys under contract with teams to do. LaMarcus at the time had several years remaining on his contract with the San Antonio Spurs. So this isn't just an emoji tweet. And like the NBA, it, it's a league that loves drama. This like sort of like emojis and tweeting is like very much a fabric of the, of the league. You might, you may or may not like that. I can't imagine you like the NBA and don't like that part of it. Like the soap opera is part of it. So, but this is more than just like a, this is, 
This is LaMarcus adding more fuel to a fire that he helped start. He went back and found more kindling. Found a little kerosene or whatever to pour on the bonfire. Got a, You know what he did? He got a Christmas tree. Have you ever thrown an old Christmas tree on a fire? It goes up a big, fast flame. That's what LaMarcus did with this, uh, with this tweet. He threw a Christmas tree on a fire. So, of course, Michael C. Wright, who used to work for, this, for one of the San Antonio papers. I want to say the San Antonio Express News, but I might be wrong. But he works for ESPN San Antonio for a while. So he's like, he covered the, he covered the Spurs, um, certainly in, in a capacity, a formal capacity for ESPN. But now he works for the league. He works for Turner, for NBA.com. And he, he caught up with LaMarcus and posted a Q&A on his website about it. And basically, he just asked him straight up. He said, you know, about the, the emoji stuff and about the side eye. And LaMarcus kind of played it and said, oh, it's nothing. You know, I'm just saying I see that. You know, people are always going to run, talk crazy with Twitter things, which is like fine. It's not true, LaMarcus, but it's fine that you think that. But then Michael C. Wright, Michael Wright hit him, hit him with a, just a direct question. He said, does it matter to you where you ultimately to you ultimately where your NBA career ends. And LaMarcus said, as I think about it, I think it would be cool with it ending in two places, either San Antonio or Portland. I think either one would be fine with me. I feel like I've made some good memories in San Antonio. I feel like I'm in a really good family in San Antonio. They understand me. I understand them. So I like that. I feel like I have a lot of history in Portland. So going back there to finish would be fine also. I'm perfectly fine with finishing my career in San Antonio, riding it out until my next chapter. Or if things have to change there, if they decide to go young, then I wouldn't mind going to Portland. I mean, this is a dude specifically saying, if, I, if not here, there. He's sitting in his house, presumably in Dallas, or he also has a home in LA, but he's sitting, he's sitting in his house. I was going to say he's sitting in his house in Texas, but he might be in Santa Monica, but he's, he's sitting in his house and he's thinking, if I'm not going to stay in, in San Antonio, this is the one place I want to go. Michael Wright falls up. He says, seems like your attitude about Portland has changed quite a bit from when you first left there in 2015. I remember how tough the fans were on you when you went back to Portland for the first time. What's changed? And LaMarcus says, the fans were rough because they felt like I, what I did wasn't right. I left, and I feel like they wanted me to stay and see what could be, but a lot has changed. Like they say, as you grow older, hindsight is twenty twenty. People mature. It's no secret that Dame and my relationship has gotten a whole lot better. We've had some good talks over the years, and we definitely understand each other better. It was a well-documented about us just talking, us figuring out that it wasn't us. It was people around us. So, of course, when your relationship gets better with the main guy, then it's going to have a different feeling. I feel like I had nothing but good times there. There were ups and downs like there's going to be anywhere, but I came into the league there, grew into who I am there. So of course, as you get older, you're pl- you place value on those things. Obviously, the biggest part of everything is Dame and I fixing what wasn't really broken by us really just talking it out. So yeah, that's the kind of thing I was alluding to when I was kind of setting this up. I talked to LaMarcus when he was his last game in Portland with the Spurs, kind of asking him. He got cheered when he was introduced in, in the starting lineups. And I asked him if he, he remembers getting cheers here in his... Um, Five seasons, six seasons with Spurs, and he said, no, that was new, kind of laughed it off. Um, But I I think the city has warmed up to him. Obviously, Dame just straight up wants him to come back and is openly campaigning for him. And the way he is talking, this is a real thing. This is not a... Listen, I try to stay... try to stay away from rumors for the most part on this thing. Mostly mostly on this podcast, I like to shoot down rumors and talk about things that, you know, saying, here's here's some logic behind them, but there's real logic to this. 
there's like there's stuff there with there when there's smoke there's fire on this one Lamarcus is is real about it and this quote this interview he is under contract with the San Antonio Spurs saying if I don't play here I want to play there and pointing back to the pinwheels this is this goes a level beyond rumor this is a specific wish of a player who's on another team it has been specifically stated multiple times by the Franchise player for the Portland Trailblazers. So what I, what, I want, what I want to do in the second segment is answer the question, is this a good idea? We know several parties involved want this to happen, but like, is this a good idea? And how could it really come about? That's what we'll talk about in the second segment. So we're still talking LaMarcus Aldridge. My man sent out the side-eye emoji. He got. He did a follow-up interview. He agreed to do this follow-up interview. He's chilling at home. Maybe I'm sure he has a relationship with Michael Wright, a, a, someone who's covered the team for a long time. But, um, you know, he didn't. He could have just texted the dude back and said, nope, not talking about it. Instead, he agreed to do this interview, all brief that it was, talking more specifically about the thing. He didn't shoot it down. He addressed it specifically. And he said, Portland is a place I could see myself. Or Portland is one of two places I want to finish my career. But it isn't that simple. What I want to answer in this second segment is, is this a good idea? The the San Antonio Spurs guaranteed LaMarcus's salary for the 2020-2021 season. Whenever we get there, who knows when, when that starts, what it looks like, whatever. But for next season, LaMarcus had only, he had a partial guarantee. It was like 7 million bucks. It's, they fully guaranteed his deal. That's I'm not surprised by that. Marcus Aldridge is a good basketball player. Um, it is more valuable for the Spurs to have a good basketball player on their team. Um, he, the way the partial guarantee works, it's not like he could play for. It's not like they could play for seven million. Like if he was going to play, his money was going to get guaranteed, or they could waive him and only have to pay seven million dollars. So like if they want him involved next season, or they want to be able to trade him. They got to they got to guarantee the contract. So that's kind of a formality. I don't think that's a surprise or something that we should um, we should really put too much stock into sort of like the Spurs' interest here. But it is an important factor nonetheless because of the size of Lamarcus Aldridge's contract. The Blazers basically can't trade for him. I guess conceivably they could kind of work out uh, some sort of sign and trade with one of their outgoing free agents, uh, like specifically Hassan Whiteside, but I don't know why the Spurs would want another aging big man. If they're get if they're moving off LaMarcus, they're probably moving in a direction where they don't want as many vets. Um, Trevor Reza doesn't make enough money. Rodney Hood doesn't make enough money. Any combination of the youngsters, Collins, Simons, Little, don't they don't make enough money. Gary Trent Jr., throw him in the mix. Uh, you, you know, you're not trading CJ McCollum for LaMarcus Aldridge, are you? That would be the, a trade that works out. Obviously, Dame's off the table. Yusuf Nurk, it's, he's, they're not going to trade Nurk for him either, but it just doesn't work out money-wise. Uh, I guess you could combine, if you really want to get creative, Nurk and Ariza's deal to make it work. But it's like these aren't real. There's no realistic trade offer for, for LaMarcus. So if you want him on the team, you got to wait. There's probably a creative multi-team deal that allows LaMarcus to get to Portland if you really want him to. I'm not going to go through all the sort of ways that would work it's confu- it would be tricky nonetheless e- even just doing that would be tricky and it would and it would likely cost the Blazers a bunch of their young players maybe not something that Neil Olshay is willing to do 
So you probably have to wait until the end of the following season. Not the season that we're waiting to end now that, that you know, may or may not return. The end of the uh, 2020-2021 season. That, that In the summer of 2021, he would be a free agent. LaMarcus Aldridge also turns 35 in July. Like in a couple months, he's going to be 35. That would make him 36 at the start of that 2021 campaign. Deep into his career. Uh, this is kind of a minor note, but I guess it's something we should point out, is that uh, former NBA PA president Chris Paul helped change the CBA such that people like LaMarcus Aldridge can make a ton of money. Uh, they it's they changed the rule basically for vets that are going to be... Uh, 36, 38 plus in the their contracts, what their what their max could be. Now I don't think Lamarcus Aldridge is gonna is gonna get a max contract. Like he's not going to get a max contract. Let me just say that. But the Spurs could, if they wanted to extend him, they ha- they now can. It won't it won't that won't be tricky. Uh, there's not there won't be any there won't be any sort of veteran minimum math that prevents them. But and the Spurs have been have been likely to do that. They've already given Lamarcus an extension. They gave him one in 2017. I don't think that's on the table. But the, I think it's what I'm really just trying to say here is that if the Spurs want to pay Lamarcus and he wants to stay there, they can offer him the most money. That's where that makes most financial sense. If that's the thing that he wants to do, I I don't think the dude needs any more money. It's probably about happiness at this stage, but it's also about respect. Is he will he come to Portland as a league minimum guy, or is he going to be someone who commands mid level exception, or or if they only have the Taxpayer mid-level, is that going to be insulting to him to make, you know, four and a half million or whatever it ends up being at that stage? But he's going to be 36, and he's also a center. So what I wanted to set out to answer at the beginning of this segment that I'll try to do here is, is this a good idea? (laughs) I don't know. The Blazers just tried to sign 39-year-old Pau Gasol coming off a foot injury. LaMarcus has been durable. And he's a season removed from being an all-star. Took him a little while to get settled in San Antonio. I don't think he really figured out where he fit. He famously, in the summer of uh, 2017, sat down with Greg Popovich and basically said, you should trade me. I don't I don't fit here. And Pop said, um, you know, we'll try, but it's not going to be easy and we're not going to trade you for nothing. And then they ended up you know, making amends, built, forming a stronger relationship, offering LaMarcus a contract extension, all these things. But more importantly than the sort of financial stuff is that he kind of settled into being good. Like, like legitimately good for the Spurs. He made back-to-back All-Star games. Uh, he, this season, he didn't make the All-Star team this season. He wasn't worthy of it. He was, I don't think he was really in consideration. Um, his, his production definitely dipped a little bit, but he started shooting threes. He basically sometime in the middle of February or early February, he was like, cool, I'm going to shoot three pointers now. Uh, push the sort of limits of how many threes he shot in his career, average a career high. Um, I think that's the direction his game is heading. And I say this to say, is this a good idea? In a certain role, I think it's a great idea. The answer to the question, though, is yes. And that's what I want to answer in the third segment. It's a good idea. This is a good idea. This is a thing that, this is a good idea. But why? Why does it make sense for the Blazers to bring LaMarcus Aldridge back? That's what we'll close out the show talking about in the third segment. Still a pass first point guard. 
still Mike Richmond, you're still listening to Lockdown Blazers, and we're still talking all about LaMarcus Aldridge. I kind of dilly-dallied around it in the second segment, but we'll close the show with more of a finer point. I think it's a good idea for the Blazers to try to bring LaMarcus Aldridge to age 36 back as a free agent in the summer of 2021. I think that's a good idea. And I think it's a good idea for two reasons. One, if he can play backup center, he and he'll buy into that and he'll he'll do what it takes to come here financially. It means that he'll probably take um a role reduction or a, he'll have to take a pay cut, which means that maybe he will take a role reduction and even if he wants to start at power forward, you can figure out to snake most of his minutes where he plays backup center. Play him for the first 6 minutes of the game get him out of there and bring him back as a backup center. Like, or you can convince him that he can get way more shots as a backup center. I think you can, I think at 36, if, if he wants to come home, quote unquote, if he wants to come back here, it's a good idea. The other reason I think it's an okay idea is because I think his game ages pretty well. He's a dude who shoots a lot of like barely jumping jumpers. And he was like that at age 20. He's going to be like that at age 36. Uh, Shooting touch is a thing that doesn't decline. Certainly your ability to get shots off, your mobility, um, all those things decline. But shooting touch is one of the things that ages pretty well. And LaMarcus is a guy who's got a naturally high release. He's got a, he's, you know, he's someone who can, who can conceivably get his shot off as his mobility totally deteriorates. So... I do. I don't. Why I don't think many thirty-six-year-olds are good ideas. Why I wouldn't co-sign on many thirty-six-year-olds. He has the type of game. He's he's he can play center. He's a smart position defender, and he can shoot. And I think those are the type of things that you'd rather have. Think of sort of late career Chris Kamen on this team. He operated. I mean, next to Marcus, but he operated. It was obviously a different era, a little bit. But he he for. What he did, sort of soak up inefficient possessions on the bench unit, he was really useful because letting other bench guys do stuff is sometimes a mistake. So letting LaMarcus just have... Basically what I'm trying to say is having LaMarcus do something bad or take a take a difficult shot or, or, or take an inefficient shot is often better than having a Kent Bazemore, Caleb Swanigan, Wenyan Gabriel, uh, Nazir Little even take a, take a bad shot. Like this is... Uh, he's the type of guy who can soak up possessions. And the final reason, the most important reason why it's a good idea to bring LaMarcus Aldridge back is because it'd be fun. It'd be fun as hell. There is a redemption story. There is a guy kind of, there is a, mat- like, you know, the maturity of a young man who was unhappy in his final few seasons here, then realizing what happiness might mean to him later in his career. I think there's something really poetic about any adult in any line of work kind of figuring out what made them happy and coming to terms with maybe an old friend or an old coworker and saying, you know what, those were good times. Let's do it again. And finding a way to make it happen. There is their nostalgia as John Hodgman says is the most toxic impulse, but it's also really heartwarming. It is, um, it's something, the reason that it is, that it is an impulse at all is because it takes us back to a simpler and better time. And LaMarcus Aldridge back wearing that number 12 blazer jersey would bring back a, a grip of nostalgia. And something that all of us who were around the team could easily sort of find yourself sinking back into, oh, remember in that February of 2012 when LaMarcus dunked 
everything that Andre Miller threw up there for him? Remember in games one and two in 2014 when LaMarcus Aldridge scored 40 and just dragged the Rockets out of Houston? But it also would be a fitting end to a career, and I think LaMarcus is one of the four greatest trailblazers of all time. Drexler, Lillard, Walton, Aldridge. Straight up. I don't think there's much of a debate. If you got a fourth guy that isn't on the li- that I didn't list, let me know. But I think when one of your franchise pillars wants to come home, would be a reasonable fit, would wait until it makes financial sense, it wouldn't burden the team, it wouldn't burden necessarily Marcus, and it would have a, a, a true sort of fan heartwarming type thing. I think it's a good idea. It's a good idea to have fun in the NBA. I'm pro fun. This would be a fun thing. Most guys' careers end when, like Patrick Ewing wearing a Sonics jersey, Akeem Olajuwon in a Raptors jersey, Shaq as the big shamrock in Boston. They chase something. LaMarcus maybe doesn't want to chase anything. Just wants to come home, play with his buddy Dame, and get that warm feeling from the fans that loved him and then hated him. And that's why it's a good idea. That's why I'm for it. And for the first time, I think it's likely, not maybe, maybe not more likely than not. You know, maybe it's not 51% likely. But there's like a 30% chance that LaMarcus is a blazer again. He's so open about wanting it to happen, and it's a thing that if he's willing to do what it takes financially and Dame is on board, doesn't matter how butthurt Neil Olshay is about the way LaMarcus treated him in 2015. Dame runs the franchise. Stars run the league. If Dame says, bring my boy back, and LaMarcus is willing to do it, his boy's coming back. Number 12 will be back on the court. It's a great, it's a, it's not even a great idea. It's probably a bad idea, like, to bring back a 36-year-old and, like, put your lot of hopes into him, but it's a fun idea, and it's a guy who could maybe help, and if the price is right, the downside is relatively limited. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. Bring LaMarcus home. That's going to do it for this episode. Tell your friends to bring LaMarcus home. And then tell your friends to listen to this podcast. They can find it wherever they already get podcasts. Just search Lockdown Blazers. We'll be there waiting for you. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.